Hey guys, just wanted to drop some knowledge on y'all. A new uh, front of the podcast, Dewan O'Neill, has dropped his first novelization, Dear Dominic, A Roadmap to His Son, on Amazon. Grab your copy today. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, and you are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. It is the final episode of Black History Month for us. We appreciate you joining us for each new episode every week, and we hope that you appreciated the guests that we brought on for you guys. And with that being said, I have my co-host, Rebellious D and Trav. How are you fellas doing today? Hey, we, we chilling. Bro. Oh, yeah, man. It's going swell. What's up, brother? Back hey, the train it's going stop. good. Back it in is the, tra- the caboose, baby. Caboose. It, look, it is the final episode for Black History Month. This month has been so amazing with the guests that we've had up here and, you know, just seeing everything that's been going on in the world and whatnot and some of the stuff that we've been getting on TV. It's just been a really awesome month. And um, I'm just happy that we're doing this and I'm doing it with people that I love and care about. So hey, respect, respect, (laughs) respect, respect. So um, did you guys have anything that you wanted to bring up in this intro or were you ready to just go ahead and jump into today's episode? I do want to say one thing. I cannot believe that um, I lost my train of thought. I cannot believe that WandaVision is pretty much over with and we're about to get Falcon and Winter Soldier already. Mm-hmm. Like, finally. Oh, yeah, wanna, wait. Yep, go ahead. Go ahead, thanks. You first. No, no, no. I was, bro, all I'm saying is it's just like Falcon and Winter Soldier is what I got. The D, the I was about to call it the DCU app, the Disney Plus app. This is what I got it for, Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy because they had us waiting so long that it's like we're rolling right into one. I mean, not WandaVision, but Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the thing continues and we get the same thing with Loki next. Mm -hmm. I doubt it. Um, I doubt it. I know the Marvel What If is probably coming out before Loki, but I'm not sure. You know how long those episodes are going to be. It seems like short stories to me. I'm pretty sure you know they're like five minutes somewhere yeah. in there. It's like they're little shorts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I will piggyback off of what Trav was saying. Uh, Wandavision. I've been waiting for the uh, this uh, the rising action. Now we're we're about to get into the nitty gritty. There's only a couple yep. left. Word on the street is those last uh, two episodes are supposed to be longer, almost hour episodes. Because, I saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw. It. Hey, I'm all for it, bro. Because we're in the nitty gritty now. I, I mean, like, if it happens, it happens. But it's like there's no legit source on it. Yeah, like, but that's fine. Rumor on the street. But I mean, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. I, the I, thing I just, is, if you're going off like the Mandalorian, for example, another well, Disney, this one. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. You can finish the. No, I was gonna say Mandalorian wasn't a set, and some of those episodes were longer, especially the last one. Wasn't yeah, yeah the last yeah, one and so, the first yeah, one. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. But no, I think that, um, you know, this past one was almost 40 minutes, you Mm -hmm. know, I understand they have a pretty lengthy outro, you know, so that goes into it. But this might have been the longest episode of the season. Mm -hmm. I mean, not this one, but episode six and, you know, and then seven respectively. So I, I can guarantee eight and nine, I could see them being, you know, 40 Mm -hmm. minutes, 45 minutes, you know, Mm -hmm. and see what happens. Yeah. Well, hey, since we're talking about comic book characters, let's go ahead and roll in today's episode where we are having cosplayer, comic creator, my friend Aziza Najeri join us today. And she is pretty much the final girl for the final episode this month for Black History Month. So uh, let's go ahead and give her a call. But before we get to that call, let's have a word from our sponsor. Make sure that you go to Golden Ink Tattoo, located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. Give them a call at 757-465-1010 to book an appointment with Denise, Kitty, Jay, or Kane. And I'm not talking about the Big Red Machine either. You can go there, you mention Leveling Up Banks, and you get 10% off of your tattoo. So if you're looking for a tattoo, get your tattoo at Golden Ink Tattoo. Yeah. Thank you, Aziza, for joining us. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I am doing pretty well. I'm excited. I got my purple lights on and I'm ready to go. I'm also joined by my co-host, Rebellious D and Trav. How you fellas doing today? Chilling. Pretty good, man. Good to see you. Hey, it's always good seeing you guys, man. I'm glad that the team is here. We're together. Uh, and 
I thought you were about to say it's always good seeing me. I was going to say, all right. I mean, well, I mean, Trav, I, I mean, mean, you do that. You I know bet. you do that. Trav, you kind of been MIA for a while, man. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like you were on a secret mission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know where I was. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Oh, you you were in uh, Westview. I get it now. Oh you, yeah. You, you you got out of Westview before sundown. I, I like right. that, Trey. I drink to that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like I said, you're watching and listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. And if you are watching this, make sure that you like this video. You subscribe to our channel and you hit that bell button so that way you're always notified when we have new episodes and listening what's up that's all i got to say about it ain't nothing else to say i mean ain't nothing else to say (laughs) so aziza like i said again thank you for joining us um you know we brought you on because it is black history month and we are celebrating all of the accomplishments of black people here on leveling up with benjamin banks so thank you again for joining us my pleasure thank you for having me you're my first interview ever so i'm excited oh for real oh hey I've noticed that here on our podcast, we are everyone's first. So that's something that I (laughs) that's something that I love about this podcast is because a lot of people have never been, you know, interviewed or been on a podcast before. And it's like we've had so many people like you'd be surprised some of the people that have, you know, been acting or voice acting for years. And they're just like, yeah, this is my first time being on a podcast. I'm just like, hey, that's awesome. I noticed because I was looking at your channel, you've had some pretty big names too, which is amazing. So, hey, thank you. Thank you. Hey, I I stay sliding in the DMs up here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I mean, either they're going to say, either they're going to say yes, they're going to say no, or they ain't going to say anything at all, or they might just leave you on red. So, again, like I said, thank you for joining us on today's episode. We're going to get into your book, The Kyman's Cry, later on in the episode. But before we get to that, Tell everybody your origin story. Who is Aziza Najeri? Oh, well, Aziza Najeri is my comic writing name. Um, my full name is Aziza Mendisa Najeri. And ah, okay. yeah, under Mendisa Najeri, I do cosplay, while under Aziza, the graphic novelist, I write my comics. So um, the writing's been about for two years, but the cosplay's been about 12 years in the making. I've been cosplaying nice. for over a decade. And about seven years ago, I got really serious. I um, made a steampunk airship, (laughs) which focuses on philanthropy as well as using our costumes to kind of, you know, showcase some of the, um, you know, philanthropic events that kind of matter to us. And we all just happened at the same time to really be into cosplay. So after that, we started doing about five or six cosplays a year because each person has to pick a cosplay um, as a group. And that's kind of why you see so many cosplays is because every year we've done, yeah, about five or six every single time. And it's been wonderful. Like the past five to seven years has just been kind of amazing. It's been blurred heaven. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Like you said, 12 years, man. Like that's a long time. And like I was telling you earlier today, when I was looking through all of your pictures, so that way I could have them up here on the TV screen. It's like when I first met you, I want to say the first cosplay I saw that you had was what you're wearing right now, the Vegeta, the Vegeta cosplay. Yeah. And when I just saw everything else that you had, like I saw the Super Mario one and I had seen the Storm one before, but I didn't know that there was another Storm one. And I was just like, wow, like she's really talented at what she does. And I love how, you know, your costumes, they aren't the traditional costumes. Like it's like, like you said, they're steampunk versions and you put your own spin on it. So going back to the first time that you cosplayed, what was the first costume that you did? It was actually um, Kiera from Jack and Daxter. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, she's an awesome character. I love the fact that she's like the mechanic and I just enjoyed her. So yeah, it was my first costume ever. I think I wore it to OhioCon. and it, yeah, it's been nonstop since then. Back then, I only went kind of by myself. I always just kind of meet people at conventions, which is um, anxiety-inducing for an introvert. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the, when I got with my group, it was kind of nice to always kind of have a group to go with and do conventions with. And yeah, definitely stepped up my game because we used to have, we have like craft nights um, almost weekly. We used to before COVID. Yeah, and we would literally just be we'd be banging out these costumes left and right and. It's been a good time. 
Yeah, like I said, like you have so many amazing ones. Dee, did you have a question about her cosplays? Uh, no, I've, I've seen them. Um, very impressive. Okay. A lot that I liked. I know you did uh, Legend of Korra. Yes. Yeah, that one was pretty sweet. Uh, I saw the Gara. Like I said, my man Luffy. Uh, keep it up. That's all I can really say. Yeah. It's always fun seeing cosplays. It's, it's very fun. Drive. And I like the, the, ste- the steampunk spin on it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I've always been a fan of the steampunk. Um, like, I, I don't even know what you call that when, how they dress. Yeah, there yeah. you go. The aesthetic. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, I've always been a fan of the steampunk aesthetic. It's a lot of fun. So quick question for people who don't know what steampunk is. Do you mind explaining to our listeners and our viewers what it is? It's basically um, neo-Victorian dress. So it's um, to taking the current world and saying, you know, if steam, things become more steam-powered and things had always kind of stayed that way, what it would look like. And so it's the punk part kind of comes with like the dress because, you know, corsets have always been a part of um, dressing back in the 19th century. But, you know, with the punk, you kind of wear it on the outside. Um, you tend to have a lot of more steam inspired you know gadgets and um it's a lot of fun our our ship personally kind of focuses on the multiculturalism aspect of it because people tend to focus about on steampunk when it comes to england or america and the fact of the matter is 19th century happened around the world so we've been really focusing on our dress and so we have some african inspired dresses we have um we also have stuff from like different Asian cultures because our master of spirits is actually really into kendo. He does kendo three times a a week and Mm -hmm. he literally teaches kendo classes. So, um, but that's kind of what steampunk is, is that neo Victorian, um, uh, what do you call it? Look or aesthetic. Yeah. Kind of like a, like a Shakespearean type of gimmick in a way. Yeah, kind of. Not really. Kind of. Not um, not not all the way. What's this guy talking about right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, think um, Penny Dreadful, uh, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Thanks. Yeah. Think think of old school Becky Lynch when she first. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, that's. I mean, okay. I mean, I get that. I, you know, not, I was just just more gothic. They do a more gothic like. Yeah. She was like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know what you're talking it. about, though, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because sometimes you got to set him straight, man. You know? Oh, uh, here we go. Sometimes it happens. Well, a lot of time you miss. And uh, yeah. Hey, look, man. I love was, it. I was love just it. asking because it, it's like, you know, like when I see like steampunk, I kind of get like a Shakespearean, like a theater type vibe when I see these outfits. So, like, that's the reason why I was asking. But uh, but she, like, she said not really though. Yeah, but she said not really, so she called she called me out. Like, I, hey, look, I, like, hey. I want to help you. Yeah, but you got a guy. Sometimes we need a guy. Yeah, that old vibe. It's not that old school. Like like Wild Wild West, Jim West. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Desperado, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So, uh, let me ask you this: uh, What was the favorite cosplay that you've done so far? It's really hard to pick. Um, that's why I asked the we question. We did do, I'm trying to think, we did a steampunk Steven Universe at Drag a couple years ago. Oh, I didn't see that and one. Yeah, we don't, unfortunately, we had a thousand pictures of us taken, but we forgot to take pictures, which is uh, horrible. Yeah, so I think there's maybe two pictures of our group, but we were, I don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with Steven Universe, but there oh, was. Of a, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, we love it. Okay. We love Steven Universe. Did you see the fan art? There was someone, I can't remember who the artist was, but she had drawn um, Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl, and, and Steven, I think, actually, and Peridot in a steampunk attire. Okay, oh, no, I didn't that see that. badass. One. No, yeah, I didn't yeah. see that either. Uh, I'll have to share it with you because that's what we based it on, and we were pretty much spot on. And, um, the reason why it's such a, a standout moment is because we were walking through a hotel. I think we were trying to get dinner. Yeah. And a, a gentleman walked by us and you heard him like hit the wall. And he turned <laughs> around and he was sort of like hyperventilating. He was so like shocked that we looked just like the characters. And I remember thinking, 
you know you hit it on the head when it's fan art because it's not yeah. it's on yeah. the character but yeah. it's fan art and people are recognizing you and he was so excited and we put a lot of work into that i literally had to get painted um purple um one of my other friends was pink lion so we had to be painted from head to toe in pink yeah. <laughs> so that's my girl right there too i totally uh understand that feeling because I know the first time I had went to a con. I How do you understand that feeling, bro? Because when I went to a con, this was my second year going to NecoCon, and I cosplayed as Big Smoke. And oh, I, I thought you were talking about being painted. I was no, like, no, no, I've never been, I've never been painted, painted Nah, I had a, I went to NecoCon and I cosplayed as Big Smoke, and I remember I was walking around with my boy, and I was just like, man, I'm sure hold, I don't. I'm hold just, on, bro, you got to give who's Big Smoke. From Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, but that's Some what I, I was, I was, know, I was yeah, about to get so. to that part. And hold on, Rondell, I was about to get to that part. But I was walking around the con with my boy, and I was just like, man, I doubt that all of the people that's here, like, they're too young to even know who Big Smoke is. So we're walking around, and like, people are just like, hey, you're Big Smoke, and you know, you did a good job, and they wanted to take a picture with me. So I, I totally get the feeling and understand where you're coming from when you nail something so well that, you know, people like, they they stop or they want to get pictures and whatnot. I'm trying to get these guys to go to a con with me. Hopefully, once the pandemic is over and we can all cosplay as JoJo's Bizarre Adventure characters. Yeah. Yes, it's not, ha- not happening, Jack. Nah, don't, See, they don't, don't encourage this man. Nah, they, they don't want to do it. Jack. It's like it's like I told this. It's like they don't want to do JoJo, but they want me to cosplay. As One Piece characters and all that stuff. Never, it's just like never said anything. We didn't Look, invite you to that. We got, yeah, we invite you. Like, it's like we like, supposed to be a team. Me, no, me and Travis at sale. <laughs> That's what he does, bro. He stays inviting himself or trying yeah. to get in on the apologies and nah, because Trav, Trav, you owe everybody an ID. Right, everybody. Hey, D. Hey, hold on, hold on, real quick. Time out. Flag on the play. Uh-oh. So. This dude, Trav, D, you know how Trav can be when it comes to stuff where he says that something is trash or it, it, it's, it's not his cup of tea. And then, like, he'll watch it and be like, hey, it, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like, well, Trav, we're glad to see you jumping on. And re- remember, he did this with Man of Tomorrow, the Superman movie. We were all mm-hmm. just like, yo, like, that looks, it looks pretty good. And Trav was just like, nah, I'm not feeling the animation. Now, ori- <laughs> the original art animation looked bad. But then you watched it. I, I feel like the I only reason it. I feel like the only reason why you watched it is because me and you had went to go see uh, uh, New Mutants that night, and then you was just like, "Man, if New Mutants was good, then maybe Superman might be good." And you watched oh. it, and you enjoyed. Hey, sometimes it's like that, Banks. You need a little push, man. Well, I'm well, the positive. But I watched it because I watch every single DC anime. There you go. That's true too. So. That's true, but hey, I just and, had to watch it myself. Hey, I've earned my right to critique because I've put how much money in DC's pocket. Okay. I, I, I can I can say it's trash, damn it. Okay, I but you it. said well, you said that uh we're gonna do we're gonna watch the Justice League Snyder Cut. That's right. And you're Oof. gonna owe one of our guests who we've had up here on the podcast, Mr. Tom White, an apology. And we're we're gonna bring him back on for the review for Justice League, the, the right. uh, Zack Snyder cut. And Trav, you're gonna issue that apology if on good. the episode. If you're gonna good. issue if the apology, good. and you're gonna apologize to me and D. I'm not apologizing. You want to apologize? Yeah, yeah. apologize to D. You're gonna apologize to me. What's he talking me. about? Hang you're gonna you're saying? gonna apologize to me for everything that you said about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Oh no 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 <laughs> man, I'm not signing off on that. Oh <laughs> yes you are, D. Oh. Yes, no, no, you no. are. Save us. It's, Please save us. Uh, yeah. No, get, no. Get back to our guest, man. You, He's bringing JoJo back into it. Because, Same on you. Because, man, it it's like, I, 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 look, I said time out. So, look, we can resume. The flow of time has, has started again, just like on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> Aziza, I had one more question I wanted to ask you about cosplay, and then we can move on. I, you, I got something, too. Oh, okay. Okay, my bad, Trey. My bad. My bad. I'll rewind it then. I'll rewind it so that way you can ask the question and I'll ask my question after you. So let me rewind it real quick. <laughs> so do you have a question about cosplay that you yeah. want to ask Aziza? Yeah, it's more of a statement. You know, okay, well, go like ahead, sir. The, the general statement of kudos, if I may intervene and do that. Good, sir. Okay. Damn. Well, um, I already rewinded time, so it's like, okay, go ahead. Well, let's do it. So uh, I love the Red Arrow cosplay, <laughs> but I think my favorite 
and I love when people do this and like really, really pull it off is how you did the, uh, the gender bend, um, Gara from Naruto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my anime. I love Naruto. I love Gara. And I thought it was my favorite. <laughs> huh? No, was, yeah. Gara is my favorite character. Yeah. And man, it was, it was done like spot on. It was so good. So good. Thank you so much. Yeah, that welcome. one was a fun one. You did a gender bend rockabilly. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate that one a lot. Just doing the, the tattoo alone took quite a bit because you have to get the, the, the lines work correct. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah, what exactly. it says anymore these days. It's been so long since I've watched Naruto. But. Yeah, you can't, you can't just put anything up there. You got to. <laughs> I mean, you could though. Yeah, I mean, you could. Some people will do it, but you you made sure that you could have said like JoJo sucks. And hold on, Ron. There, come on. It's like you know, it's like Aziza. I just need you to either do a My Hero Academia cosplay or a JoJo cosplay because you've done the One Piece one for D, and then you've done the Naruto one for Trav. So I need you to do one for me. You have done one for me, which uh, you know, of course, I feel like you know it's something that we apparently. Of course, it's something that we all love, uh, which is Dragon Ball Z. You did the Vegeta cosplay, and you did a really good job with the Saiyan armor and everything. And then mm-hmm. your friend, she was cosplayed as Nappa, and woo, y'all did a phenomenal job. I loved it. I love it when people like they put the extra detail and take the time to you know make everything look perfect. So thank you up to both of you guys on that one. Thank you. Yeah, that one was fun. That was her first time building armor, which um, it takes a lot. You have to shape it to your body and, you know, make sure it fits, then it doesn't tear. So it was a lot of fun. But she also, I don't know if you can tell in in that picture, she has like uh, six inch uh, platforms on. So she's super tall just to kind of get that nice height difference. There you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. (laughs) All right, so Aziza. (laughs) <laughs> if you had to choose three of your cosplays to work together and fight the ultimate bad guy, what three cosplays would you choose? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's what I'm saying, man. This dude just hits you with these <laughs> random questions that you never <laughs> thought about. Like, uh, Hey, this is our first interview. I gotta make it intense, man. Oh, man. You make it easy. It's okay. <laughs> Probably, um... Well, Storm, because that's my favorite superhero nice. character. Nice. She's so, powerful. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, trying to think of, Gara would help me out. That'd nice. be a solid hey, Elements. I love the elements. And then who else? Luffy. Gotta be Luffy. Luffy can carry you. Luffy can carry I doubt that. I can guarantee you there won't be no JoJo on there. I know Ooh. that. Well, she hey. had a JoJo character. And she did yeah. <laughs> stop time. Like y'all need to stop hating. Luffy can't do that. Luffy can't stop Luffy time. You don't need to stop time. Yeah, exactly. You don't, don't need to stop time. Oh, yes. You don't hey, need bro, to. Hey, y'all let, let her choose her last character. Mm. Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Hey, Spike's all right. What about Spike from Rugrats? Oh. With Spike oh. from Rugrats? If who would who would win? Spike from Rugrats or Spike from Cowboy Bebop? I don't even remember Spike. Don't, right. hey, be careful, man. Don't don't put the dog through that trap. Oh, you talking about the dog? Spike's the dog. Come on, bro. No, you should have. Why did Why didn't you use Spike from Tom and Jerry? Because he's OG. Mm-hmm. He I, don't, I don't with 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 Tom and Jerry, bro. What are you talking about, bro? You Spike from Tom and Jerry. He was he was overpowered for one. It's like the only his only kryptonite was his son. If you took his son away, like he was overpowered. Exactly. It's true. So let's go ahead and move along. Let's get to, <laughs> to the question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was just like, hey, answer me this question. And then, oh, okay, that's nice. And then I'm moving on. Hey, that's what we do that's because what he does. It's, it's like we hop on the bank train and we move it on. We keep so it moving. I, I, just like, not, I don't hop on nothing. Yes, oh, right. yes, you do. Yes, you do. Especially no bank train. Oh, you <laughs> hopping on the bank train. <laughs> You you always you stay hopping on the banks train. No, sir. You you the little caboose at the end of the train, bro. Hey. Oh Lord. I be the caboose, but it ain't the caboose on your train. Yes, it is. I, I know that. Yes, it is. And D is right in the middle. So oh, no. Uh, yes, oh, no. yes. so 
it's just like it's just like me, man. It's just Put like the back it, of the train. Hold on, it's just mm-hmm. like the human centipede. So I'm at the front oh, of the train. Oh lord, oh, you. <laughs> it's gone too far oh, now. Nah, way too far now. Nah, I'm at the front. D's in the middle, and then Trav's at the end. Come on, man. What? What? That's not a good analogy for your team. Let's right, not. There's no love in that. No, no love. What <laughs> kind of guy he is? Mm. I, mean, I mean, well, D, if you're in the middle, at least That's you don't. tough. But you don't get it the worst, though. <laughs> How? No worst. What? <laughs> you don't oh, get it the worst. You don't get it the worst. You don't. Trav gets you, it you the worst. You are like a terrible car salesman. Yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> Damn. Uh. Oh my God! Yeah, we so snowballed. We yeah, snowballed. Right. <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> let's get into the comments. What else she got? Let's <laughs> let's get into it. So, Aziza, you wrote this comic. This is your first comic. Excuse me. What was the inspiration behind this? Like, what led you to wanting to create your own comic? Uh, so what led me to wanting to create my own comic was kind of wanting to see more black characters, more specifically black women in the forefront. Um, When it comes to comics in general, we tend to be omitted, I feel like. And if we are there, we tend to be background characters. Yeah. And I really just kind of wanted to see more someone that kind of looked like me, not only in the story, but being the protagonist of the story. So that's kind of what got me going um, and getting into comic writing in general. The Kaiman's Cry is a bit more of a, it's a portfolio builder for me since I just started. And uh, I have a very active imagination. So as you see with like the cosplays and the philanthropy, I'm busy. And when I work my, you know, my nine to five job, I always have this long to-do list of things I wanted to do. And I got home yep. and every time I'd get home, I would sit on my couch and without fail, my whole night would just slip away. I'd be watching Netflix you know, series for the rest of the evening before I knew it. So I used to joke that like my, my couch was like a siren. Like it would just have this call and before I knew it, every time I always end up, you know, sitting on the couch and kind of wasting my evening away. <clears throat> so that's kind of what started. I know it's like a really random, arbitrary. <laughs> it's, it's okay. That was okay. with the comic man. I, yeah. Well I, well, I also feel like how many people can relate to that? Like, right. Damn right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, like for us, I mean, like, shoot, it's like for me, like I go to work, I go to the gym, and then come home, and then we do the podcast, whether. Uh, it's an interview or a review, but it's like if we don't have anything to do that night, like usually I just come home and then like, I go straight to sleep. Like it, it sucks getting old. Like all of you youngins that's watching this, like we're in our thirties, and I, like I what? ain't old. Yes, yes, you are. Bro. Yes, you are. I feel good. <laughs> I got a couple oh. kickflips in these legs. I don't that's know about him. Hey, I'm saying, like, as soon as look, as soon as you turn twenty five. That's when the countdown begins. Nah, see, oh God! That's probably from being at the. That's from being at the front of that human centipede. That, that's what that is. <laughs> we don't feel like that down here. Down at the section of the train, good sir. It makes sense if you're at the end. It makes sense if you're at the end of the centipede, right? That's right. That's all. I'm getting all that protein. <laughs> oh, <good laughs> oh my god! Hey, hey those are empty calories, brother. Hey, yeah. hey, real talk. If y'all have never seen uh, Human Centipede, watch watch them. All three of them. For real, oh, Lord. That, that, I'll give y'all the first one, man. Horror right. movie guy. I'll give you the first one. What were you about to say, Aziza? Just yeah. review it. I'll, I'll watch your review. Okay, nice. yeah. <laughs> first, the first one is the best one. I've of been told sure. the second and the third, especially the third one. I've been told hey, Halloween, that. guys, book it. Yeah, the third one's uber garbage, but the second one's tolerable. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Do it. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, I mean, like that's just how it is. You know, like once that's you just how it is. No, it ain't. Twenty five. Once you reach give it to you when we get off this podcast, too, babe. Once you reach twenty five, that's <laughs> when the countdown begins because it's like you get to thirty, and like that's when things start changing, and you just like, man, like where did the time go? That's all I'm saying. All right. I mean, don't scare people away from the channel. Talk about after twenty five, it's over. Uh, the countdown starts. People are subscribing for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's, it's, it's over. Here, like, go it's ahead, over. get your will it's ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yo! But uh, but yeah, I mean, we snowballed, but Aziza, uh, you know, that's pretty interesting. Like how you 
you know, said that when you would get home and you would go to your couch and it's kind of like your couch is like a tyrant, it goes into the story that's being told where it's like Anto, she finally gets her TV and the TV is like a siren because there's a siren inside of the television. So did you take any inspiration from like movies like The Ring? Because like when I was reading the comic, that's that's the vibes that I got from it. Yeah, I got the poltergeist vibes. I can see that too. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, the poltergeist. Yeah. I mean from yep, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was gonna say I yeah, like I it's always nice to hear feedback. So (laughs) well for me we weren't gonna let you come up here and we didn't check out your stuff. Oh yeah, we had to. Um it was it was very easy to uh pick up on the plot. It was very similar to the ring, but uh basically she had somebody bring it to her opposed to finding a tape. Yeah, it was um and it's very relatable on like to me it reminded me of like goosebumps or uh, are you afraid of the dark uh story that they would tell so it was very fun and i think that uh anybody who buys it will enjoy it you know very easy to receive yeah to your to your question i actually didn't um think about that the the siren idea was my initial kind of like jumping off point Mm -hmm. but i feel like greek mythology tends to be kind of overused it's it's everywhere mm-hmm. so i actually wanted to start doing um i wanted to use something else i wanted to kind of get inspiration from another cryptid yeah. and so i started doing research and the kaiman is actually a cryptid out of south africa and mm. it's really cool because if you do some research there's literally articles i think as recent as like 2015 and 2017 where people have claimed to see like these mermaids even you know in real life mm. that have caused these issues so once I found um, the Kaiman, I started doing research, and that's what the Kaiman is known for. It can lure you into the waves um, by screaming for help, mm. or it can kind of, you know, make illusions. And so the idea of that, you know, this, this mermaid that lives in the waves yeah. using, you know, digital waves to kind of start attacking different people mm-hmm. was kind of how the rest of the idea came to be. But it, it makes sense once you say that it's poltergeist and the ring. Yeah, I can definitely see some of the, especially with the art. I can yeah, definitely see yeah. where you get that. Yeah, yeah the, art, um, the art was incredible too. He, um, they did an amazing job. Elijah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I like how you said <laughs> that you had got, um, you know, you did your research and discovered that from South Africa. There was a movie, um, Bad Hair. I don't know Bad if you watched hair, it. This guy. He and bad hair. and remember, <laughs> remember in the movie, like it was kind of something similar where it was like the weave that uh, the girls were using. It was from Africa, and it was like uh, it, it used to belong to witches or something like that. It was something about like trees and everything. It was weird, but I mean, like as soon as you said that, like I was just like, you know, like that's cool. I think it's cool whenever you know somebody like they get inspiration or they get ideas from homeland you know what i'm saying and they put it into their creation and also too i wanted to piggyback off of what you were saying about uh you know representation in comics because like you said it's like most of the black characters that we would see they were either sidekicks or they were just characters but you do get some characters like uh like blade for example or static shock who you know, they but even then, you're just naming males. You know, I mean, but I know I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna get to the women too. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like Blade, Static Shock, like Storm. It's like even though she was a leader, it's like she was kind of always like a a supporting character yeah. at best. It's like she was never a main character. And then you get uh, women like Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau, and she was the leader of the Avengers, but. It's just like, how many times did you actually see that in comics where it's like there was a black female or a black male that was the leader uh, or the main character? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's cool that, you know, you're creating a comic where, you know, the lead is a black female and it's somebody that you typically don't see in comics for real. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's why I always say representation matters. And uh, like Trav said, it's like the art was really good. Like, I, I love the comic. And uh, I can't wait to see part two. So do you have any details on when part two is going to be dropping? Can you let us know? Or is it secretive right now? So part two probably won't be coming, actually. Um, it's my, as of right now, The Time and Cry is kind of just a one-off. I no. had some inspiration for a second one, but it wasn't, it didn't quite roll off the tongue the way the first one did. So I've been working on 
I, like I said, I'm starting out. So that's one of the reasons why um, the Kaiman is as short as it is. I think it's like 12, 15 pages. Mm -hmm. yeah, 15 and then pages. Um, I hope to be releasing another comic later on this year called The Locket of Devise. Now, that one is still a portfolio builder. So it's not um, an actual African-American woman like I would have wanted. But it is a D&D character and she has African-American features. Because even when it comes to um, mystical characters, again, you know, I love our noses, I love our lips, I love our features, and you still rarely get to see that, even when it translates to, you know, other areas. Yeah. So that will be coming out sometime this year. Nice. Um, and then I hope you're working on some other projects. I have some more stuff coming. Um, but yeah, the Kaivin's Cry, I, I couldn't quite think of a good solid part two. Um, but if I, if I think of one, I'll definitely let you guys know. So I'll definitely be posting on Comixology or Webtoons to kind of, you know, continue the series. But well, I, well, I think Banks is trying to get in the comic. Like, I mean, that too. This is where I think this is going. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm trying to know. So. <laughs> I would love to see my character, like, you know, stuck in the TV or something. Stuck in the TV. And it's like, you know, I mean, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just joking. But, you know, it's, it's crazy because it's like when I've read it, and like the way that the story ends, I don't want to spoil it because I've already done that for one of my guests. Uh, for this one. <laughs> um, you know, it's like it it left me wanting more. So yeah, you know, it's it's sad to hear because I know even Trav, you've like, you've upset us all. G great job, thanks. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, because Trav, Trav hit me up. Trav, Trav was <laughs> like, yeah, is this it? I, and I was just like, well, bro, it's part one. She's gonna be coming out with a part two. But now the world knows that. There won't be a part two anytime soon. But I mean, I feel like that's interesting because it builds up and it makes people want to see more. It makes people want to get a part two. And like we see that with like so many creators where it's like they create something and like it might just be a one off. And then it becomes so popular that, um, you know, revisit. yeah, it has to be revisited. Yeah. yeah. Um, they hear that feedback that people would want to truly see a part two. It does make you feel like, okay, let me think about it. Because I, I have notes. But yeah, mm -hmm. I couldn't get a, a think of a solid part two for yeah. the story. I mean, I'm going to need uh, you to stop coming home from work and watching Netflix and get the ball rolling <laughs> on that, please. That's Thank right. you. No, well, hold on, Rondell. Hold on. She can come home and watch Netflix as long as she watches JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Because oh, Lord. <laughs> they're both up there. Anyways, Banks. Okay, do you have a question? Go ahead. Yeah, let's not look, Jojo. Chill. Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. What I was going to say is the interesting part to, I'm going to call it your pilot, uh, is that there's a lot of ways you could revisit it. You could do like a prequel. You could pick up where it left off. You know, where did the TV originate from? How was it cursed? There's a lot you could do with it. And it's a very interesting pilot. Very interesting. No, yep. there's definitely a lot of ideas. I had, yeah, I was just trying to figure out a good solid narrative. So a lot of people also, when I beta read my script, really like ZZ as well, and they're like, we'd love to see more mm -hmm. of her. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I definitely had notes. Um, maybe it'll <clears> come to me, I don't know. But it, feedback is always nice. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, hearing people that want to see a part two is also mm -hmm. fun. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, question for you. Your artist... Do you, mm -hmm. is, this, is this a close friend? Is this somebody, will we be getting the same artwork with your future projects? No. So mm. um, I'm, I'm a solo writer, meaning yep. that um, I only write. So I have to actually yeah. go find my team mm -hmm. um, when I... When I, uh, uh, I see what this guy's doing. No, 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 I'm not you. Oh, no, God. yeah, exactly. There's yeah, no hidden, there's no oh, hidden no agenda hidden in this question. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was just curious. I was, I mean, it's fun. I, yeah, we love the artwork. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, it, it was just interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Richardson is the, is the name of the artist, and he did an amazing Eliza Richardson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He has um, an IG account. I can't remember. Okay. He just switched the name, but I would definitely just people go and follow him because that's that's his style everything mm -hmm. he draws is very much that style and um that's one of the reasons why i picked him really um yeah. you all have seen i don't know if you've looked at my actual facebook page but if you notice i haven't quite posted a picture of the actual kaiman yet yeah, yeah. You know, and one of the reasons why is because he really kind of designed um mm -hmm. what the kaiman looks like and it's such an amazing job mm -hmm. very um, creepy 
Yeah. Very creepy. I, I, I actually, I have um, cosplay stuff. I'm going to try to actually cosplay it at one point, maybe for mm. Halloween. Nice. To, um, yeah. Do the reveal. But yeah, he did an amazing job. He did great work. But yeah, for each project as of right now, um, I had to find a different artist and kind of work with them. Mm-hmm. And it's um, it's a, it's a bit of a challenge, but it's nice because since I'm new, I'm meeting a lot of different <laughs> artists and learning a lot. Yep. Um, so yeah, uh, Kiyoki Panda, I think is the name of the woman who's working on the Locket of Devise, and that will be coming out this year. Okay, Sweet. nice. Sweet. Brad, did you have another question? No, not regarding the comic, no. Okay. All right. Um, what did you? Ha- well, you can go ahead and ask the question before we move on to the next topic. I got that, bro. What this guy? He does. He does. I mean, you just it, said, you just said that you don't. Well, you don't I have. Guess, I guess the way I worded it meant I had. I had one in the chamber. I'm just waiting, you know, for the. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I wasn't for the next, role, sure. next you, segue you for you. Okay. Well. Okay. So, uh, moving along. You had said earlier that, uh, you know, Storm was one of your, you know, favorite cosplays that you did. And now I want to move into, like, you know, favorite Black comic characters. So if you have four characters that you can give me and tell me why, like, what are those four characters? They could be heroes or villains. Damn, four? You couldn't give me I mean, it doesn't have to be four. I have four <laughs> Can you name us? Can you name us fifteen characters? Fifteen African American characters, and give us an essay I mean, on each really, one. I mean, D, you said name fifteen. Like, are there really fifteen African American characters? And and there when are. I'm come on, I'm, Banks. I mean, fifteen characters. I'm not talking about like a black Superman or or a black Iron Man. Yeah, I can get. I mean, what do you mean? What do you mean by black Iron Man? Are you are, do you mean Rhodey? I mean, where are you going with this? Oh, no, no, no. No, I mean like how like sometimes uh, like in comics how there were like these what if stories where it's like nah, the kid, bro. Nah, nah, yeah. yeah. Nah. There's plenty. I can bro. give you 15. Yeah, there's plenty. Okay, all right. All right. Why don't you give her 3, man? Why should need 4? Because four is such a four, 4 man. I mean, well, okay, give me 3. Give me yeah, three. it just rolls off the tongue. Can you give me your top three? I mean, it just rolls off. Oh, God. Help her out. It's the first time. God, thanks. I have four. I can move it forward. Jesus. Ugh. My top three would have to be Amanda. Is it Wallace? Mm-hmm. Amanda Wallace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wallace, yeah. um, Michonne from The Walking Dead. Ooh, mm, that's nice pick. A real nice and pick. Then, that's a good pick. Damn right. Probably either Shuri or Okoye outside of Storms, because I already, got, I already mm-hmm. gave you Storm. Yeah. Okay. So I, I love um, Okoye and Shuri a lot. Yep. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's some nice choices. D? What do you, you want me to go? Yeah. You go want ahead. my top three? Yeah. Give me All your top right. three. Give me, uh, give me Falcon. Okay. Give me War Machine. Mm. And give me John Stewart. Oh, nice. Man, come on, D. All right, I'll, I'll take John Stewart off the table. Give me, what? give me Black Lightning. Give me Black Lightning. Okay, all right, all right. I, hey, look, I was gonna say John Stewart too, but if Trav, if that's I mean, he's so cool, man. He's he such is, a cool, yeah. bro. He he's a cool character. All right, Trav, go ahead. You yeah, I mean, I you y'all know how I feel about uh, you know Falcon. So like, even though D D said it, there's no way I'll take him off. I, hey, I claim this... Jack Black all day, bro. From the from Cowboy Bebop, he's black. <laughs> He's black. All right. He's gray. We're taking him. Now, are you now are you only saying that because we have Bo on the podcast, or are you just saying respect on Bo Billingsley, man? Respect. But no, Jet's one of my favorite. It was amazing having him on. It's top top five anime character right there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I agree. So Trav, who you got? You got Falcon. So Falcon. Mm -hmm. Obviously John Stewart. Yep. Because uh you know, got spoiled a little bit. Uh And look, man, for real, spawn. Oh, mm, that's a really that's a great nice. pick. Spawn. Mm, really. Mm. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, for me, it would be Static Shock. Uh, you know, I really loved the cartoon growing up, and yep. the representation that it had on TV was awesome. Uh, Cyborg from the Teen Titans. Right. Like, I have, I've <laughs> always liked Cyborg, but his representation on Teen Titans was my favorite. I think it's the best to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Cyborg. And then my last pick is going to be Blade. 
Um, you know, I had a scene blade in the comics. I had seen him on the Spider-Man animated series. And then when Wesley Snipes played him in the movie, oh, yeah. hey, he, killed, he killed it. Yo. Those, those, first, those first two Blade movies, bro. Yeah, fire. Sure. And the third trap. one was weird. Yeah, the third yeah. one was weird. Yeah, we, you fight Dracula, right? Or what we we don't that? count that one. Well, yeah. that's because it was a WWE movie. Yeah. and was it not- really? Uh, kind of. Oh, they're partnered with WWE. They weren't partnered. It's just that Triple H, sure? H was going Yeah, Triple H was going to be in it. And the issue with that movie was Blade wasn't the main focus. They wanted uh, the new characters to be the main yes. focus. What's that guy's yeah. name from American Pie? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Scott uh, something. Oh. What's, I'm at, uh, what's, uh, What's your boy Deadpool? What, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds was in there too. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, and he it. killed it too, man. He what was, so was the girl? What was the girl's name? Justin Timberlake's wife. Uh, I'm mad. I can't remember her name. She was on Seventh Heaven. Yeah, I can't think I can't of that either. Yeah, I can't remember her yeah. name either. But it's like they were supposed to be the new characters, and Wesley Snipes is just <laughs> like, well, the movie's called Blade. It's just like you can't <laughs> have Blade without Blade. <laughs> so like they said that he was a he was a prick on set and whatnot, and. He only wanted to be referred to as Blake. Yeah, look it up. He got to get that yeah. tax money. Look. <laughs> Bro, look, so... He was, he, was, he was mad about his position in the script. Yes. Interesting. And, and people find it funny, and like they like to jump <laughs> on uh, the Josh Whedon Justice League, where right. it's just like, you know, where they did the mustache, because Henry, Henry Cavill, he had the mustache at the time. Right. They had, but in Blade Trinity... There was a scene where Wesley Snipes was supposed to open up his eyes, and he said he wasn't going to do it, so they had the CGI his eyes open. So I heard that story, but stuff like that's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why the, didn't he want to open his eyes? What's that about? He was being He's a, just prick. Being a prick. He's just being a prick. But here's the <laughs> thing: that the other people that got casted, they didn't do anything, bro, yeah. to you. Like, it's not. Why are you treating them like that? They didn't yeah. do anything. And at that point, you know, you can kind of take a, a backseat, if you will. When you're three movies in, bro, you've already made plenty of money. And you're still, was he still the top build on the third one? I don't think. I think it was him, him, Ryan, Re- Reynolds. Him, Ryan Reynolds. And it's, it, her name is like Jessica something. Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale. That's her Damn. name. Yeah, they were the top. Yeah, they were the top. Uh, well, build. That's what I'm saying, man. What's his problem? Come on, Wesley. Bro, look, he just came back with a paycheck. I mean, right. it's, probably it's uh, and it's like I think they wanted to kill his character off, and it's just like it, it was just dumb. I mean, when you think about a lot of those comic book hero movies back in the day, like once it got to the third one, mm-hmm. it's like stuff just kind of started going off the rails. I mean, like Spider Man Three, Blade, X Men, X Men. Yeah, I was gonna say back in the day, the, the superhero movies were just not they weren't quality. They were they could yeah, be yeah. killer killers actually. Yeah, yeah. Think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, because I mean, like you, you heard like because I think there was supposed to be a Spider-Man four, but it was just like everybody was just like, "Nah, we're good on that." Like Trav likes to say, and yeah, we're then good, we're good on that. Yeah, yeah we good on that. I mean, like you saw what happened. So, um, you know, with that being said, Aziza, thank you for joining us on today's episode. We appreciate you coming on. We love that you came on, and we love that you were our final guest for Black History Month. So, thank you. We appreciate right. final guest. Yeah, the final girl. Hey, final girl. Yeah, yeah. So we appreciate you coming on. And uh, before we let you go, tell everybody in social media land where they can find Aziza Nigeria. For my comics, you can find me at Aziza, A Z I Z A T G N, short for the graphic novelist, um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And soon, coming soon, hopefully, YouTube. Hey. And then for my cosplay, you can find me at Medisa Najeri. So this is a little bit longer. It's M A N D I S A N J E R I. And that's on Instagram as well, um, along with Airship Ashanti, which that one sounds the way it's spelled. So you can hmm. find us on Facebook and um, on IG with that as well. That's my philanthropic slash cosplay group that I work with. Nice. Nice. Trav, do you want me to go 10 to 15 more minutes? <laughs> you want to stretch it? Stretch it? That's what right. she said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Easy now. Easy. Take it. Easy. Take it. Hey, that's human centipede, baby. You got to stretch it. Oh, yeah. You started. <laughs> oh, God. But, hey. Hey, hey what Jeff Jarrett say? 
Jeff Jarrett said, I'm going to stretch your ass like it's never been stretched before. Oh, oh that's right. I remember what I saw in that video. <laughs> like, I mean, it's cool. It's cool hearing it in the 90s, but when you watch it now, it's just like, ah. You watch it back, you're like, I can't believe I chief. Yeah, stretch his ass. <laughs> God. Ooh, wrestling. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, uh, uh, make sure that if you do have issues with somebody, that you stretch their ass. And uh, we'll, see you on, <laughs> we'll see you on the next leveling up uh video oh. and, and all of that other good stuff. <laughs> uh, make sure you always keep your pinky up, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Peace, bro. What an amazing episode! It was crazy. We talked about trains and human centipedes and comics and all that uh. stuff. And uh, what a great way to wrap up this month. And I love it that her story, it's a horror story. So, you know, with the horror elements that we talked about on this episode, it made it even better. Thank you everybody for checking out this episode or watching it on YouTube. We appreciate it, we love you. And uh, we're gonna go ahead and take it away, starting with UD. Tell everybody where they can find you at in social media land. Find me at rebellious double underscore D23 at Instagram.com. Trav. That's, that's right. And you know me, uh, it's your boy Trav, one stop shop at uh, you know, what's it called? Instagram? IG? <laughs> that's right. At, at DK Audio. And what, what you got, Banks? You can find me, your hero, Benjamin Banks, at King Benji underscore Banks on Instagram. Look me up on Facebook by typing in Benjamin Banks. I should be the first person to pop up. If not, then I need to contact Mr. Zuckerberg. Make sure that you follow all of the Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks social media accounts at Leveling Up Banks. And that is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you are feeling generous and would love to donate to us, we have a Patreon at Leveling Up Banks. And also, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel by just putting in Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks and we'll pop right on up where we have video reviews and also our interviews that go up every Friday from uh, the episodes that air on Tuesday. So make sure that you subscribe to us if you haven't already. And uh, happy Black History Month. We hope that you had a safe month and you did a bunch of fun stuff and you checked out a bunch of cool stuff on TV. Um, highly recommend Judas and the Black Messiah. If you haven't watched it yet, check that out. Really good movie. Black Lightning, the final season is out. Me and D, we're doing reviews for that. So uh, check those out if you haven't already. And uh, We'll see you on next week's episode. Have a nice day and uh, remember to always keep your pinkies up. Peace. <laughs>